I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. One, two, three, four. All right, three, two, one. I think that was so in sync that I didn't even hear you clap in my headphones. It's pretty fucking in sync, dude. Like the clap was, the clap was so synced in in terms of like what I got from your headphones and me, that like all I got was like just a really good sounding clap. Welcome to the show. This is a this is gonna be a fun mm. one. I think definitely, definitely need to get back to doing more listicles. Yeah, yeah, because it, it took so long to get the um, the Marvel episode out that I think the next one we're going to prepare for is uh, DC. Oh, boy. <laughs> that is completely shaking up. Is The Flash even going to come out after what Warner Bros. put out today? I mean, I think The Flash is going to come out. They have it done. They've been... Promoting the shit out of it, but I do. They did pause all of Ezra Miller's future projects. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you know, right now the 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 Flash is still a future project. <laughs> true, true. But so it's like I hope the takeaway from the movie is like I hope the Flash isn't going to be that important. Uh, I I saw like most people on the on the twitter comments i mean that's one thing you never really go to when you're on twitter is the comments it is a cesspool of intrepid idiots most most of the people on this on this post were saying it was uh, it was a joke it's fake which was like sort of bullet points of things that were going to happen uh and some things i took away from this was uh michael shannon reprises general zod um a and this General Zod time, somehow figures out time travel. It's not Reverse Flash who f- who fucks up the timeline. It's General Zod. He kills a baby Superman. And in a different timeline, kills Super Superman and Supergirl in a homage to Zack Snyder's neck click. And apparently it's even more disgusting and of a useless kill that Warner Bros. just loves to do. It's like, oh, can we just kill this guy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, why not? Fuck it. Kill him. Kill him. Kill him. Kill him. Kill him. Kill him. <laughs> the the way Flash ends up multiverse tr- like running is having a race mm-hmm. with another super speedster in which they see all this shit and he ends up in Michael Keaton's Batman world. Baby Superman isn't dead. Pretty much and pretty much everything in between I uh, can't remember what movie it is, but I think I don't know what the first movie was. I think it was maybe Superman, 
to Shazam 2 is the old timeline, including Peacemaker, and Shazam 2 onwards is the new timeline. And uh, let's just say that, like, I remembered as much as I could those, like, I read that thing, uh, I, I nearly goddamn threw my phone out the window, bro. I think this movie's gonna suck balls. <laughs> when does Guardians 3 come out? <laughs> oh, don't we, don't we get that holiday man. special first before Guardians 3? Yeah. But like James Gunn yeah. has said, like, you need to watch the holiday special. Like, this isn't like a, a Marvel one shot. Remember those? Remember Marvel one shots? I remember. I'm a, I'm a baby. <laughs> But yes, today we are talking about 80s, and the reason we're talking about 80s is because me and Sebastian are working on a really interesting project, which is a bio-series that is a... based on Atari. It's Or inspired by... Yeah, bio-bi. So Atari isn't included, Warner Bros. isn't included. If you know Atari, Warner Bros. brought out Atari. Um, sister company, yeah. all that bullshit. Um, Warner Bros, Universal Studios, Steven Spielberg, um, Nolan Bushnell, Ray Kayser. No, like, I'm not using any of those names. I'm just saying it's like in this fi- uh, non-fiction? Fiction? 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 Is that the word? Is- alternate reality. Oh, I think so, so this alternate is reality, our- yeah. So it's based it's based yeah. on I'm sort of I'm ta- like I'm doing a lot of research. Uh, Sebastian's doing research with me. He's very he's very much like an 80s look kind of guy. I'm a very 80s games movies kind of guy. We're both 80s movies, but I'm more games, he's more look. And I just thought it's like hey, I've I've always been I've always liked this idea. I think, you know, you ask anyone in the gaming industry, the golden age of gaming is the 80s with the beginnings of yep. Sega. Atari, Nintendo, all that, all that good shit. Like there is a world, Gen Z, where Microsoft and Sony didn't run the gaming universe. Uh, do you want to insert a soundbite of a like a uh, like a collective gasp here, Sebastian? <gasps> oh my God! Oh what? My I'm gonna God. kill myself! No! Sorry, um. <laughs> Jesus. No PlayStation? Oh my god, what did you do? Like, I don't know. Even I wasn't alive. You know, all, all I had when I was you growing up was... fucking bang rocks and shit. I had a couple... N- of- Nintendo, but it's always been an idea I'm interested in. It's been something I've been umming and ahhing about for a while. And now that I've got some time to sort of work on new stuff, I kind of want to develop a, a portfolio of ideas yeah. as a writer and sort, of, and sort of pick some to flesh out with, like, the right people. Um... So this is something that I'll be writing, Sebastian will be co-writing with me. Um, uh, if all, you know, if, if everything goes well, I would like Sebastian to come on to direct an episode here or there. Hell yeah. Um, hell yeah. But yeah, it's, um, and I think as we were just talking about this idea, get, you know, had a few drinks, got a bit wasted, and, we're just, and we were just like, yo, there are so many movies in the 80s. And then it was Sebastian's bright idea to say, it's like... You pick five, I pick five. Next episode of Free Balling. And it was so hard. You know when you get to an exam? You know when you get to an exam so or a test hard. and you you don't revise until the day before. Yeah. And then when, as you're revising, you're just like, you know what really would have helped? Had I revised the time given. Yeah. Not wasted. Uh I was doing my list as I was eating my dinner today, about two hours before we started recording. Let's just say I phoned Sebastian and called him a dickhead. Because <laughs> this was... This was hard. That, that brings me to my my first question before we jump into this. Like, how did you... How did you kind of decide the order? Because the way I went about doing it was like... I, I There were so many fucking movies. So essentially, my five are the movies that I have watched the most and have I have more of a connection with. Well, how did you... Did you pick yours? I've taken I've taken out movies I've watched. Oh, the most, really? Okay. To be honest, there's some movies like X Nate because I kind of want to use this podcast as an mm. outlet so that like friends that because like I've got more friends that listen to this than like yeah, outside yeah. people. And I, I, you know, and my some like some movies on that list, my friends will be like, "Fucking, that's on Ed's list." I'd be like, "Well, this is why you're wrong, mate." <laughs> 
but then again like some movies for me are are sacred mm-hmm. so whereas some movies on this list um on my list on my short list that like i actually gave up writing um so that's just ones that i really liked that like i had to put down um have to find uh, like some I remembered, some I didn't know. Um, some I had to like look at lists like Empire lists, Rotten Tomatoes, IndieWire, Film Entertainment. You know they've all got eighties, eighties lists. But then I was like, there was a time in my life when I was doing, I was studying genre, and I was really interested in um, uh, Roger Corman B movies, bro. And mo- and most of those are like seventies, eighties, like yeah, that was that that was film school. Most most people we know, their film school was working with Roger Corman. Um, was it James Cameron? Who, uh, James Cameron who directed Aliens. His um, his wife, um, well, his girlfriend at the time, working on Aliens. Um, she was uh, Roger Corman. The I think the uh, not the production designer because that was um, H.R. Geiger's intern. Um, there was just a few people. Art like art direction that it was like Roger Corman was all over that place, and like the idea was that you went, you, you know, you you studied, you trained, and then Roger recommended you to someone else because like even though he made B movies, Roger had the connections. Like he he knew everyone. Like he was he was a mover, he was a shaker. Like he's like the, he's like Christopher Nolan now. Like Christopher Nolan was working on Interstellar with Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson says, "Hey, I need a day off." And Christopher Nolan goes, "Are oh, you doing the Batman audition?" And Robert's like, "How? The, what the fuck?" <laughs> and Chris Nolan just goes, "Yeah, you know, of course I know. Like, come on. <laughs> I made what? Like through Inception, I made Water Bros my bitch. Come on." <laughs> Sebastian's video has been paused. Uh, sorry, bro. I'm. Uh, I gotta. Sebastian is cu- Sebastian is currently. I'm not. I swear. I don't believe him. Uh, sh- shit. Sorry about that. I was uh, answering a text from my mom. Ah, <laughs> uh, gotta be done, bro. Gotta be done. That's why I put my phone on to focus mode. I sent my text before we filmed. Yeah. No. 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 So I, you know, how I I told you I I lost. I lost track of time, so I she wanted me. She asked me to do something, but I was eating, so I told her I would do it when I was finished. And then you messaged me, and I was like, "Oh fuck, oh fuck!" And I completely forgot to go check something that she needed, so I texted, <laughs> I texted my brother to go do it for, for me. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. Recording for- the podcast. It's, it's wasn't an inconvenience. I lost track you. of time. <laughs> well, actually, the reason we're recording on a Thursday, not a Tuesday, like we usually record. It's like, oh my god, Sebastian Ed don't record and release on a Friday? My whole life is becoming to crumble. <laughs> becoming the, to crumble? The 20 people that listen to it. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know English anymore. Um, I was in London on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And let me, let, me just, let me just tell you, just... Am I, like... No, no one really listens to this podcast, so fuck it. I got dominated on Tuesday. <laughs> Wait, what the fuck does that mean? It means what you think it means, I don't know, I'm thinking a lot of things. Narrow that shit down for me. Like, so you already know some stories about me. Some people already know some stories about me. So I'm not going to go into those stories. Those are, you know, you know, hey, baby, take me out to dinner first, and then I'll tell you. Bing bang! <laughs> what do you want to see to Joe Byron right now? Um, <laughs> so th- yeah, there's, there's stories, but these stories, this one Tuesday, I'm, I'm talking like, like whips and like hot candle wax and shit, and so, st- so like straight up the dumb. Look, yeah. Goddamn, bro, that's uh that's something. Like you could like when they, when people say you can find anything in London, they are um they are not joking. <laughs> so now I've got another reason to like Ensophirum, the band I was going to see, because that's that's where I met her. <laughs> Viking, Viking metal and domination, bro, like fucking let's do it. When she said, Are you into domination? My my bitch ass immediately thought, You're talking like Call of Duty? Like Cap A, Cap B like <laughs> I, like in my, I, I, I went 
such in the wrong direction, bro. I, I like had I Jesus said Christ. had I said those words, gone, gone. Had I said like you mean you're talking like Call of Duty like Modern Warfare like Cold War and that. <laughs> Jesus, I blanked, bro. And then the other half, the other oh. half of me, the dark half of me, the half of me that you know is suppressed way back in the basement over there in the corner by itself with it with, its, can, with, its, with its can of fosters where it, where it belongs <laughs> <laughs> just just woke up it's like it just looks up from the darkness red eyes just goes nah son she ain't talking call of duty <laughs> Let me take this one, boy. Just pushes normal me aside. That's currently going, huh? And then boom, it's like, oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> so yeah, that's why we did record on Tuesday. <laughs> fucking hey. And maybe if more people listen to the podcast, oh. I wouldn't have said that. But fuck it. But fuck it. Yeah. Fuck, <laughs> fuck it. it. I mean, you literally, you're literally wearing a shirt that says "ball so hard." I did. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, motherfucker! All right. Let me let me just right. let me just say, cock rings are underrated. That's all I'll leave it at. That's 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 where we'll leave it. We'll get we'll get into the list. Let's get into the list. At break there. That's that's where, here, you, that's where we break. Break there. Boom. List. Cock rings. <laughs> Do we need to, like, sort of... Underrated. Okay, everybody, welcome back to the show. Um... <laughs> <laughs> and we're and back. And we're back. And it's gone. Um... <laughs> there you go. I know, it's gone. <laughs> uh, right, fuck, so... This is going to be an if episode. You, uh, if you weren't aware, because kind of we got distracted, we're talking 80s movies. A little bit. We're talking favorite 80s yep, movies. Yep. Uh, Sebastian has yep, gone yep. for ones that he's watched the most. I've gone for ones that sort of have shaped me more as a filmmaker when they meant something to me when I was really into 80s vibe. Um, mm-hmm. But I imagine we'll clash with some honorable mentions. And even in our list, there'll be, I think there'll be one or two. Like, we have very, yeah. there's a few movies. So I was like, uh, I know Sebastian's going to pick that one. <laughs> Same, same. I was like, yep, Ed's definitely, if that, if this isn't on Ed's list I'm, or anywhere near it, I'm going to be very surprised. Oh, man, I'm looking forward to surprising you. I'm some of those. Lie. Right, so we just want to barrel roll through our honorable mentions, right? Barrel yep, roll yep, yep. them, right. Yeah, you want yeah. to go first? Uh, I go, you go, you go, I go. Yeah, so my first honorable mention is yeah, yeah, yeah. Nightmare Beach. So I was talking about um, nice, Roger nice. Corman. This isn't a Roger Corman, but it is a B-movie. Uh, and if you're one of those people that hates Florida, hates Spring Break... This is the movie for you, because a motorcycle cyclist leader gets executed, and one of his little lackeys goes around killing everyone in Florida on the beach. Okay, not bad. Yeah, good movie. Interesting, really interesting. Yeah, so hit me with movie. Hit me with a little description. All right. So my honorable mention, is, my first honorable mention is uh, stand stand and deliver. Stand and deliver. Nice. It's a. Uh, it's a, it's a, you know, it's an indie movie, but it's got Edward James Olmos, uh, Lou Diamond Phillips, young Andy Garcia, mm. and it's about this um, class of like high school students at East at Garfield High School in East LA. Yeah, how they're like, you know, they're, obviously they're Mexican and you know they're immigrants and they're kids of immigrants, so they're looked down upon, and then they all take like SATs to get um, like college credit, and he they, he's they learn calculus and. You know, take the the test for that shit, and they all pass. Like they all they all pass a seemingly unpassable test, and they have to pass it again because obviously they cheated, yeah. and they do it. And it's just like it's such a great fucking movie, dude. Like honestly, and Edward James Olmos in it is. I mean, you love you phenomenal. love you some Edward James Olmos. Oh, absolutely. Hey, let's just say he's not done in our lists today. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um. All right, bro. Hit me with my your number, number two. two. My honorable number two is, I imagine this is in your five, so that's why it's honorable for me. Caddyshack is an honorable mention for me. It is not in my five. 
and now I'm annoyed it's not in my five. (laughs) (laughs) I got fucked. I took a guess. I got it wrong. But here it is now. Kenny Shack, honorable mention. Uh, One of those movies that is just have a couple of drinks with the boys, chilling. Uh, I fucking love this movie. Like me and my dad, we do movie night every Sunday. I could easily, this could easily be every Sunday. We could easily watch Mm -hmm. this movie and I would enjoy it every single time. The rewatchability of this movie is great. Just that—that's all it is. All it is is rewatchability. Mm-hmm. Do honestly, for me, like I think the first time I ever saw Caddyshack was with you. Oh, because you're not a Chevy Chase fan. Nah, nah, you're not. A, you're not a fan of the Chaser. It, it took me a while to come around to him. Like I, I've, I've finally seen all of like the Vacation movies, but yeah, no, it was wasn't a big fan of his for a while. Oh, quintessential chase though is uh, is Fletch. Yeah, I remember Wait, we is tried Fletch an eighties movie. Yeah, it don't is. don't tell me Fletch is. It is the yeah. first Fletch. I think the first Fletch is an eighties movie. Yeah. Fuck off! I need to look at my phone. Hold on, hold on. I got my, I got, I got IMDb open just in case. Fletch. Yeah, eighty five. Fuck me. <laughs> Fuck me sideways through a fucking bush, bro. That's why, like, Empire, Rotten Tomatoes, IndieWire, take them all with a grain of salt. Yeah. Take, them, take every single one of those with a grain of salt. I didn't see Fletch anywhere. <laughs> I love me some Fletch. No, fuck off. No, Fletch is my honorable mention number two. Okay. I didn't know Fletch was even 1980s. You know I what was, fucking love that movie. You, you know what was fucking that funny? That movie is, Fletch is so good. I was going like, like when, when he goes to the hospital and on the fucking board is all like the Rosencrantz like Rosencrantz names mm-hmm. and it's like Doctor Rosenpenis <laughs> like <laughs> so brilliant <laughs> Doctor Rosenrosen like he got he got so confused dude I got I got so stuck and I was looking through like a, a list of eighties movies like you were and I saw it and I was like oh that's definitely gonna be somewhere on his list. <laughs> Oh, you you found Fletch on one of your lists? Yeah, like, I fully expected that shit to be on on somewhere in your five. I didn't I didn't find it. He didn't do. I hope there's one movie on here you're not expecting to be on here because I like the sequel, not the original. All right. Okay. So uh, if you if you're expecting if you're if if you're expecting one movie by the end of this list, I haven't said it. Tell me. Uh, and. Uh, I'll, 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 I can. I'll for sure tell you why it's not on my list. Um, what's your honorable mention number two then? Um, all right. So number two is Fast Times at Ridgemont High. That's an honorable mention for you. Okay, I had that in your top. Like, so there's two movies I I was I put in your top five that aren't in your top five. Fuck. Fast Dude, Times like, is is no end is nowhere near my list. I I, I honestly think, uh, like I just I just want to strangle Sean Penn until a life disappears from his eyes. Jesus Christ, that is. I, I hate this guy, bro. Fuck. I like the 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 only time I've liked Sean Penn. Uh huh. Is in Team America. <laughs> I've been to my ranking now. He's <laughs> wasted by the cats that are meant to be panthers. <laughs> Just spends the whole movie. I've been to my ranking now. <laughs> Did I ever tell you that I insulted his daughter once? How? Okay, so I was interning at this production company. This is a little production company. And I was helping the helping my boss set up a table read for, for a feature that he gotten. And he had me, he gave me just a list of names and I was, you know, sending him out and stuff. And I sent it to, oh, I'm not going to say, I'm pretty sure people know Sean Penn's, Dylan Penn. Dylan Penn, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know Dylan was a chick. I, oh, you know, to me, the name Dylan sounds more like a guy's name, but you know, and uh, she replied. Kevin Dylan. I mean, Dylan's the last name, but yeah. Yeah. But like, she ever, I said, so I emailed her and the script and she replies, yeah, thanks. I'm, I'm not a guy. So 
let's just correct that for the future. And I was like, okay, this, that's my bad. <laughs> and hey, I was hey, like, boss. hey, boss, can I, uh, can I get this week's check in advance? I got to go real quick. <laughs> you, you and, pulled a, uh, you pulled a fruits and vegetables <laughs> at the fruits and vegetables checkpoint. <laughs> the whole truck's full of a march. <laughs> Bro, that wasn't even like, like, it wasn't until after all of that where, like, my boss was like, hey, um, yeah, she told me about the, the little debacle thing. It's like, yeah, yeah, no, I didn't know. It's like, no, no, it's, I mean, it's fine. You just, like, just make sure you're more careful because I wouldn't want to piss off Sean Penn. I was like, Sean Penn. And then I put two and two together. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I was going to say, man, like, as much as I want to, like, end Sean Penn, um, Man, those fucking chapo. Like, come on. <laughs> I think honestly, the, the appeal of it, I feel like, is is it's definitely lost mm. its luster. Which is why it's just an honorable mention. But like that Phoebe Cates coming out of the pool scene is so fucking iconic. It 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 completely. It's like I get. I'm fine with it. I only give a shit about this movie because of that scene. <laughs> it's so good. It's so fucking funny. And it's just, huh. All right, give me your give me your next honorable mention. Um, honorable mention number three is Ow. Oh, so I remove I removed that movie from my list. Oh, okay, cool. Honorable mention number three is War Games. One line. One line and one line only. <clears throat> Let me get into uh American like Secretary of Defense kind of mode, because you can't be a war movie in eighties without the Secretary of Defense being there. So, God damn it, man! I'd piss on a spark plug if I, spark plug if I thought it'd help. <laughs> Towards the end of the movie, they they finally decided, like the shit's about to go down and they're like they're doing I think it's like they're doing an 80s version of like control alt delete turn the turn the damn thing on and off and mm-hmm. like Secretary of Defense walks in and just go god damn it man I'd piss on a spark plug if I thought it'd help <laughs> no it wouldn't <laughs> yo this movie is, is an underrated 80s hit like when people remember Matthew Broderick they will forget this movie 100% they will forget this movie and it's like it is like it's it's one of those I know this like is a phrase people use especially my mum so 80s it hurts and sometimes you sometimes you need that yeah <laughs> sometimes you sometimes you just need that hit you just you need the I mean? hurt <laughs> yeah 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 so yeah 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 that's just me that's just me uh what's your what's your next honorable mention <laughs> All right, so my last honorable mention is Beetlejuice. Fucking classic. I fucking love the movie. It is so fucking funny. Michael Keaton is so fucking brilliant as Beetlejuice. It's just like, but as much as I love it, my my actual five, I love so much more. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, because I know... So I know of I, I know of Beetlejuice. This is a sort of mm-hmm. crucify Edward at the cross kind of moment. I've never actually seen Beetlejuice. Fuck really? Well, yeah, I get that everyone's seen this movie. There was a time to see it when we were kids. Uh, I, just, I just never caught that trend. Yeah. I just never caught that trend. Which is hilarious because you it is it by all by all at all glances, bro. It is not a fucking kids movie. Yeah, <laughs> or like eighties kids movies. They are so fucked in the head <laughs> it's just like all these like dude he he drops an f-bomb in the movie <laughs> i mean if we're talking kids movies in 80s that aren't kids movies that's roger fucking rabbit bro oh uh, yeah that's a that's a, that's, a, that's another that's one another honorable mention <laughs> <laughs> um right so i guess right it's so top five time Yep, yep, yep. Um, um, so we're work, we're working five to one, right? Five to one, yeah. All right. Here's with that number five, bro. Beverly Hills Cop. Nice. That's it. Very nice. Be- Beverly Hills Cop. That's it. Banana in That's the it. banana in the tailpipe, bro. 
uh, it's, um, if, if, you, if, you, if you show him your badge one more time, I'm going to shoot you. <laughs> they, they take out everyone. Now show him your badge. <laughs> <laughs> that is how you do a, like, like the rogue cop. Like that that is the quintessential rogue cop movie. And there's so many in the eighties that you didn't actually realise were rogue cop movies in until you sort of look beyond what you know, the beyond the surface of the movie. Uh, I think maybe some maybe some of them were in like had already been working. Some maybe some came before Beverly Hills Cop. But I think Beverly Hills Cop paved the way. For the entire yeah. for the entire genre and just and just tops everyone. Whereas Atari yeah, was the no. was the start of gaming and then sort of died to make way for other things. Beverly Hills Cop mm-hmm. just paved the way for everyone else, but no one else for me, no one else topped it. Uh, Eddie Eddie Murphy is just so good, man. He's he's so he he's like right person. Right place, right time. He just well, he just blew up in the fucking eighties. Like he went full fucking supernova, dude. Mm-hmm. Like goddamn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, just to, just to riddle off you, you've got um, Delirious. He's like one of the all time great stand ups of all time. Coming to America, raw trading places, raw. Yeah, isn't he in Forty Eight Hours as well? Mm-hmm. Like, and another Forty Eight Hours. Another Forty Eight Hours. Is that also in the eighties? I know the first one is. I th- I'm not. I'm not sure. Probably. Uh, yeah. Probably. And he had. And he was like that massive fucking SNL run. Oh, mate. Fuck me. Um. What, what's the uh? Well, and um, what's the the neighbor the the neighborhood? Oh, uh, uh, Mr. Robinson. Mr. Mr. Robinson. <laughs> Mr. Robinson. <laughs> this is how you answer doors in my neighborhood. Who is it? <laughs> uh, I honestly, people, like, I don't think it's okay for us to sing the opening that Eddie Murphy does that is sort of the anti um, Another Day in the Neighborhood. Won't you, yeah. won't, won't you be my neighbor? Um, mm-hmm. But if you haven't already... Go watch Eddie Murphy, Mr. Robinson, SNL, if you can. Um, oh, yeah. No, it's, it's so, it's so, so fucking good. Um, yeah, Eddie Murphy, man. What a guy. 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 What is your number five? So my number you five dick. is... <laughs> you fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Nice. I excluded this one. It is is so fucking good. It is so funny. And then it's like, it's one of the movies that actually piqued my interest in history. Like all these different people. And it was just, it's, it's so fucking zany. And Keanu Reeves with the, well, he was, he was woe guy before Owen Wilson. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> the original woe guy. Own that shit. The original woe. The original woe guy. Whoa. And then fucking George Carlin, dude. Absolute legend. Mm-hmm. He's he's so good in the movie, man. May There's just no way of hating this. Absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, no, that's that's my one of five. the reasons I excluded this movie from my list. Is because uh-huh. that relationship between Alex Winter and his stepmom is oh no yeah it's not it's not just really not weird man <laughs> like it's just it's not kosher but it's like I think I, I, I look at it I, it, I was think it was when I watched it with you it was when I watched it with you no mm-hmm. it wasn't with you I watched it with Mikey uh, one of my friends mm-hmm. he, he came around mine um, and we had tickets to go see the third one. I was like, Mikey, you looking yeah. forward to seeing Bill and Ted? I was like, yeah, you know, I, I like seeing movies and that. But I've never actually seen the first two. And I was like, f- Mr. Flabbergasted. I was Jeez, like, you went full Kevin McAllister, dude. <laughs> Mikey, we're not doing anything else today. Park your buttocks on the, on the couch. We're watching Bill and Ted 1 and 2. I remember watching it with him and just going, yo, this relationship is weird. 
I just didn't just full on <laughs> didn't like it. Just full on just weird to the this point where the movie has bad blood with me now. <laughs> I'm more of a you know get, like I'm more pissed off that Station wasn't in the third movie. Can't literally be the reason why they literally win the second movie and then just get omitted for the third one. Yeah, craziness. Oh. Um, uh, Fuck, the man. fourth movie. My fourth movie. Where is it? I'm trying to find it here. Ah, ah, ah. Alright, bro. This is with that number four. Definitely a movie. Not. I don't think anyone had me picking. Uh, Manhunter. Okay. My okay. my yeah. my boy my boy Brian Cox playing Hannibal Lecter before Anthony Hopkins. Oh shit! Really? Uh huh. Uh huh. Th- th- and dude. this is a lot more of a dark, brooding kind of story. Like there's like I I I pitched this movie, and I remember seeing um, flashbacks. I can't remember who plays the lead. All I know is the lead was from. Um, the uh, the old CSI Las Vegas series, mm-hmm. CSI Crime Scene Investigation. Scroll, scroll. William Peterson. He plays. He plays the lead. He's really young, and like I think it's he's playing um the character Hugh Dancy plays Hugh Hugh Dancy Hugh Darcy from the TV series um mm-hmm. that got cancelled. Brian Fuller's TV series. Um, was that just called Hannibal? Was it just called Lecter? What was that called? I think it was just Hannibal. Yeah, I can't remember. Um, yeah, um, he plays. He's he's really young, and I just remember him like you don't actually see the crime scene fully. You just see William mm-hmm. Peterson's character remembering it and sort of what it does to like him as a person. And holy shit! Like the like some of the imagery in this movie. Is like it's it actually it scares you. This movie actually scares you because of how yeah. grounded in reality it is, and what they did with Science of the Lambs, Hannibal uh, um, Lecter, Hannibal Lecter, or all the Red Dragon, all the remaining movies. The closest one, the closest movie about like that includes Hannibal Lecter that comes close to Manhunter is Red Dragon because of how grounded in reality mm. these movies are. Mostly because of, like, I think the way it was filmed. Like, you can just tell, like, the camera is, uh, like, at a normal human's height. And I think it's supposed to be. And I just, I feel like, mm-hmm. you know, I feel, I feel like I'm there. I feel, I feel yeah. like I'm actually trying to look look for this guy. I feel like I'm trying to look for this killer. And then there's just, there's a, like, it ends uh, at this, like, sort of bungalow house in, like, the in the, in the swamps. Fucking hell! I think that is honestly why I've I've not really been to a swamp since. Like I I, I remember I remember the first time seeing this movie with my dad and my brother at the same time. I think I don't think I've ever been to a swamp since seeing this movie. Just because of just if you need if you're looking for good cinematography, Manhunter. The performances you can take them or leave them. If Brian Cox did a good Hannibal Lecter performance. Then he would have he would have mm-hmm. stayed, but he didn't. I don't know if he was even offered. But Anthony Hopkins took Hannibal Lecter and got an Oscar with an eighteen minute performance. Blah blah blah. We all know that story. But yep. someone, someone was there. Like if you didn't know, now you know. Brian Cox was Hannibal Lecter first and did a fair did did a very good job. Brian Cox is a great actor, hundred percent. I absolutely yep. love the guy. He's great in Succession. Um, and and William Peterson, like before Crime Scene Investigation just ate the role but like everyone else in that movie is a bit of a bit of a take them or leave them like I'm just going to look at who's in the movie now so I'm sort of remembering this movie off the top of my head I just saw it in one of these lists I found online and I was like you know what yeah yeah this fucking movie <coughs> like here we here we fucking go we got um De- Dennis Farina I mean come on fucking lock stop two smoking barrels we got like Stephen Lang, like with color in his hair, not gray hair like he's had for his entire life. <laughs> Which one's Harvey Keitel in? Is he in Red Dragon? He might be in Red Dragon. And uh, Joan Allen, jo- Joan Allen, jo- Joan Allen is also in this movie as well. 
Yep, just oof, oof. Haven't seen this movie. Go see this movie. Go love this movie. What's your number four, dude? Uh, well, mine's mine's a quick one because we already kind of talked about why I picked it. Uh, it's a Coming to America. Coming to America. Nice, Eddie Murphy. Yeah, 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 man. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, great. All right, bro. So let's uh let's move on to to number three. Number three. Awesome. What's your number three? My number yeah. three is Dead Poets Society. You know, when, nice. you know when I was talking about uh, when uh, when Matthew Broderick dies, people are going to forget War Games. Mm-hmm. People are going to uh, people forgot that Robin Williams was in Dead Poets Society. Dead Poets. Every, yeah. Everyone was saying, it's like, oh, you know, Robin Williams just died. I'm going to go watch Space Jam. Uh, not Space Jam. What was, what was the cartoon he was in? He plays some big Aladdin. big boob dildo. Yeah, that's the one, Aladdin. Uh, don't like that. <laughs> don't like that animation. That animation can crawl into a hole and die it's racist beyond all belief um uh and like and the fact that people don't actually realize it's racist annoys me even more um uh yeah sorry hang on i just got i got blindsided you just blindsided yourself i I just blindsided myself because of how much i hate (laughs) aladdin um mrs doubtfire was the other movie everyone was saying oh Mm -hmm. i'm gonna watch mrs doubtfire i'm gonna watch aladdin i was like no one's yeah. no one's gonna watch Dead Post Society. No one's gonna watch like Good Morning Vietnam. Like, come on, my dudes. Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill Hunting. Want like one hour photo? Insomnia. Yeah. Come on, like performances that like yeah. Robin Williams was king of comedy. The like although the funniest thing he ever did not a movie, live stand up at the Royal Albert Hall. Tell me I'm fucking wrong, Sebastian. Mm-hmm. I showed you that. Yeah. I know I did. It took a so lot of me. Funny. It took a lot of me to get out and like. I just think he like he the performances where he doesn't do comedy mm-hmm. is where he shows you how much of an actual actor he could have been. Just yeah. Hollywood kept him in comedy. He time and time again he showed us that he could be so much more, and he was just mm-hmm. like no 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 do more comedy dude. I got this great I got this great group for you. It's got some good jokes in it. It was Dead Post Society. Yeah, it's got funny moments, but like, come on, oh Captain, my Captain. Mm-hmm. Like, like the, his performance in, in like uh, I literally I have that teacher. I like it, yeah. in my knowledge of school, I have a teacher who's as quintessential to me as Robin Williams is, as a, as the teacher in Dead Post Society. What's your number? Uh, what's your number three, dude? So my number three. Is La Bamba. La Bamba. Nah, no heard of, not heard of this one. Tell me, tell me, tell me. Alright, so it's uh Lou Diamond Phillips. It's a story of You love yourself Lou Diamond Phillips, bro. Yeah, he, he's he's all over the eighties, dude. Have you watched Prodigal Son? He's good in that. <laughs> no, I haven't seen it. Nah. You should there's only two seasons, bro. You should watch that. It's good shit. But so he plays uh Richie Valens, who was a rock star at the age of seventeen. Mm-hmm. The guy had like two three singles out and he was working on an album and ultimately it's a, it's a biopic that chronicles his life up until the um the cr- a plane crash so it, it was him uh the big bopper and um buddy holly mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so it's it, it's it's a crazy it's a, it's such a good movie dude like it, it, it's also like when i was a kid it's one of the few movies like stand and deliver where you know, Mexicans and Latinos were put at the, the forefront. Like, this is a story about a kid from the fucking San Fernando Valley following his dream and becoming a rock star. Yeah. And then and then dying, like, a couple years after. But, like, he, he made it is the thing, you know? So that movie it resonated with me a lot. I know it, I know it resonated with a lot of people because every time we fucking watch it, I swear to God, to this day, every time we watch it... Once it gets towards the you know the the finale of the film, me, my brother, my sister, we can't watch it that fucking balling up, dude. It's so good. Really? Damn. Yeah, man. Oh, okay. like, I, might need, I might need to go see this. Oh, uh, bro! Like I, I, I know. Like, like if you, like for me, I implore you. Like this is a movie that you. I feel like you absolutely should see. Oh shit! Yeah, dude. Motherfucker. Like I'm not saying it'll be it'll hit you Coco levels, but I remember I was pushing for you to watch Coco, <laughs> and oh, you God. broke my dude. 
I, I on a fucking plane, my dude. On a fucking plane. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's move on away from me crying. Um, All right, bro. Number uh, two. Give, number two. Give me what you number two. So why don't you just uh, take the amps, rework them so that uh, ten is the loudest, but is louder than everyone else's ten? Yeah, but these go to eleven. <laughs> I fucking knew it! I knew this was gonna be fine! Oh, I fucking knew it! <laughs> Should we even say the movie? Should we just do yours? Is that quote not recognizable enough for that movie? Oh, if you, now we gotta talk about it. You gotta give me your give me why. It's this is Spinal Tap. This is Spinal Tap. There is none more Rob Reiner that like if you don't if you don't know Spinal Tap, you definitely know uh, the lead actor in Spinal Tap because he plays Soul's brother in Better Call Soul, and he's just it's just so different like. There's so much. There's so much music floating around in the '80s that mm-hmm. is, it's, it's actually not beyond the realm of possibility that there was a band like Spinal Tap that like had some form of minor success, but is mm-hmm. like is totally unknown. But then for whatever reason becomes huge in Japan. I always I always linked um, Deep Purple being mm-hmm. being one of the inspiration bands because like. You know, ask anyone. One of the best, one of the best albums of all time of all time is Deep Purple Live in Japan. You know, that's it, it's it's huge. The production quality on that on that album's huge. They were huge in Japan. It's where like yeah. it, it's where this parody comes from. Rock bands sort of having their life and then sort of becoming big in Japan. Mm-hmm. Like it's been done so many times, but I I just remember the first time I watched this movie. And I was like, "Is that fucking Ned Flanders? Harry fucking Shear is in this movie. In this movie, he gets stuck in like this fucking egg when he's trying to play bass on stage. <laughs> it's hilarious. And then you got the whole cucumber wrapped up in the foil, and he's walking back and forth out the metal detector. It's like, oh, my keys. Motherfucker says, oh, my keys, when he knows it's this big ass tin foil wrapped in like." Cucumber in his pants. Oh. <laughs> so, do you have any metal prosthetics or like a replacement hip that we don't know about? So, no, not that I know of. He's <laughs> like, sir, can you, can you take your pants down? He's like, boom, cucumber. <laughs> oh, who did I realize oh. was in this movie? A couple of, um, because I watched it recently, and there's mm-hmm. there's a bit part in this movie. He died last year. He's the dad. Uh, not last year. He's the dad in Space Force in the first season. Fred Willard? Yes. Yes. Yes, it is. Fred Willard. Oh, I fucking love Fred Willard, dude. He, pl- he plays like the army guy. It's like, oh, you know, don't play anything too fast. Can you, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, can you, can you play some like, can you play some jazz numbers? Like, <laughs> these kids, like you, you do realize we're about to go up and like play like fucking Big Bottom or some shit. <laughs> Like you know how much I love this movie that like that pool hall we used to go to, I would play Big Bottom every single time yep. I walked into that place. Dude, first time I saw the movie, I saw it with you. Like we, I don't remember what we were doing. We were talking about it, and I was like, "Nah, movie, I hadn't seen it." You stopped the conversation and you put the fucking movie on. No, that is definitely me. It was so odd, oh, dude. It was so fucking great. Like. I showed it, I, I, it was so fucking funny, dude, that I introduced it to my brother and my sister, and they fucking loved it. Oh, of course they would. Your brother and sister love 80s music. It's so, oh, dude, it was so fucking funny. So good. So funny. One of the greatest comedies of all time. Mm-hmm. What is, your num- what is your number two, my dude? All right, so my number two is a number two. Is a number two? It's Back, back to the Future, part two. Back to the Future Part Deuce. Part Deuce. Why? <laughs> <laughs> so this is this is one of those situations where like 
I ended up seeing this movie first mm. before the first part. Okay. You know, because my mom liked the second, always liked the second one more, I guess. Yeah. And she was, that's the one that we had. So then obviously I went, I saw two, uh, number one and number three, but there's something about number two where it was just like, he goes into the past, he goes into the future and he's in the present and he's in an alternate reality. And there's just so much shit going on for Marty McFly and it just, it all is so fucking cool. Like, even like even though the future aesthetic is so fucking 80s, it hurts. <laughs> like, the, the fact that they're able to recreate the diner scene from the first one and update it was so fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Also, hoverboards look fucking awesome. You know who's on the arcade, right? Isn't it Elijah Wood? It is Elijah Wood. Yeah. <laughs> you mean you gotta play with your hand? It's like a baby's toy. <laughs> like a baby's toy. <laughs> you know that's exactly what those fucking Gen Zers are now. They grew up with the fucking phones, dude. They don't know what the fucking arcade games now. Oh, mate. Oh, God. I made myself sound so fucking old. <laughs> Bastions of a bygone era, bro. Oh, for real. Right. Time for the main event. The main event. Best action movie of all time. Best action movie of all time. Aliens. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, I fucking love this movie. Nice. Uh, I, I, nah. uh, I think, like, I mentioned James Cameron earlier and sort of like mm-hmm. how he made this movie. If you have seen Aliens and you like Aliens, please go watch the movies that made us and watch the Aliens episode. You learn so much about this and like how hard it was to make, um, mm-hmm. uh, how hard it was to make this movie in England because apparently everyone needed a tea break that James Cameron didn't understand and hated. But if you wanted to work at Pinewood Studios with like the greatest cinematographers, the greatest sound studio, because at the time Pinewood Studios was, if you need, if like, if you needed that space, if you needed these, this personnel, if you needed everything you could get, you had to have like. I'm pretty sure one of the greatest stories I remember is from that episode. They says like, oh, it was like it was like gale force wind outside, but and so if we open up the door, we're gonna lose all this haze that we just put in, and like it took them about two two and a half hours to haze the set before they started shooting opens up the fucking door in comes Doris with the fucking tea cart <laughs> tea's ready fucking haze just goes you <laughs> and you see like um i think at the end of the episode they get every they get everyone that made like the original queen alien cuz like the the mm-hmm. biggest thing I, like james wanted to do is like i want to take what hr geiger and ridley scott did with the original Alien, and I wanna, I wanna turn it up to eleven, pretty much. And there's just mm-hmm. footage of like, in between these guys sort of reconnecting, in like a studio in LA, um, like a, a special effects studio in LA. There's footage of them doing it, like way back when in the 80s, and they're using like garb, like uh, garbage bags, like it's like sort of cheap animatronics, but it fucking works. And James is like, mm-hmm. if you guys can make this work here, and the and these guys in England know how to sort of put the doings on it, fuck me, this is going to be great. And then Sigourney Weaver, like mm-hmm. her and Linda Hamilton, her and Linda Hamilton, how do you not pave the way for kick ass females in action movies, bro? Fuck yeah, dude. Like make Absolutely. like you know inspirations for like I guess in our generation the kick-ass female was Kate Beckinsale from Underworld. Mm. Uh, Charlie's Ferron was pretty kick-ass. Um, who else was kick-ass? Mila Jovovich. Mila Jovovich, yeah, huge, huge. Um, yeah, all these actresses that are kicking ass right now. All you've they've all got to tip their half to Linda, Ham- Linda Hamilton and Sigourney Weaver, especially what Sigourney Weaver did with Aliens. She didn't want to do it, but she read the script and was like, "Okay, yeah, I'll do this." <laughs> like they were so sure she was going to do this, like they hadn't even signed her on yet, but the movie was already being made. 
Jesus. Like, that is what? That ballsy. is risky biscuits, bro. <laughs> okay, dude. Hit me with your number one. Alrighty. So, my number one 80s film is Batman. Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. <laughs> it's it's Batman, right. dude. Tell me why, bro. Alright. I mean, it is just classic Batman. It is dark. It is Tim Burton, like, at a controlled level, where, like, his aesthetic isn't jizzed all over the fucking place. Hmm. Like, there's a darkness to it that's accessible. Yeah. Like, you don't have to be a fucking emo kid to try to understand what's going on. Hey, the new Batman was good. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm talking about then. Oh, like, okay. I'm talking about, like, Batman Returns, like... Oh, right, fucking, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. But there's something about this Batman, and Jack Nicholson is the Joker. It's fucking great. And you Michael Keaton... You ever dance with the devil in the, under the pale moonlight? <laughs> it's It's... It's just, it's just so good, dude. And like, it's one of those movies that I grew up watching with my dad. He, my dad loves Batman, and it was, it was, it's that movie. It's that, you know, it's that connection. Like, if I had to pick one movie that I knew I could, I could watch whenever with my dad, it's definitely Batman. Oh damn! I, yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I said fuck you, and you said Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I love those kind of connections. Yeah. Nah. Um. Honestly, it's never it's not one of my favorite Batman's. I'm I'm mm. more fan of Batman now. Um mm, fair enough. Like before the Batman I like on TV and movies, like I like the comics more than mm. what you know what you could see out there. Yeah. Um I yeah, I I feel like I always had like the reverse journey because I would watch I watched the movie and the movie led me to the comics. And, like, I watched, like, the Marvel cartoons, and hmm. that's what led me to the comics. Ah, okay. Yeah, I was always the, I was always the reverse for some fucking reason. That's just how it worked out for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. Oh, we did it. Fucking A. That, that was the 80s, ladies and gentlemen. There are still so many 80s movies that we didn't even touch on. We, so. could, we could easily do, yeah, we could do part two. Yeah, we could do a part two any 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 time. You guys let us know, and uh, you know, just remember to subscribe, to rate, share, leave us a little review. You got something you guys want us to talk about? Fucking throw it down in the review, and we'll see it. We'll ignore it, and then we'll pick something we want to talk about. And if you're lis- and if you're listening to this, and you know me and Sebastian, speak to me and Sebastian. <laughs> yes, our handles are there. Reach out. Yeah, and we love you guys. A little bit. Absolutely. So, more or less. More or less. We, 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 we acknowledge you guys. We aim to please. I please to aim. What the fuck? I definitely... It's... I please to aim too. I please <laughs> to aim too. <laughs> All right, my guys. Bye. Join us on the trip. Uh, I'm sorry. Now we're throwing out the scripts. Ah, uh, we don't charge a penny. I hear the weekend's gone. Now it's time to start. Free ball. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 